Hi everyone, I just wanted to take a moment to thank some of our patrons for supporting us. Um, thank you to Sean Locke, Jana Loney, Dylan Beauchamp, Prozac Haven, Jupiter McIntyre, Connor Fox, Emery Silvers, Saffron, Neopet Graveyard, and Adrian Frisbee. Uh, and now on with the episode. I hear the guy say, he's a bad dude. If he were a dog, he'd be a Doberman. <laughs> <laughs> what show was it? It's called Big Sky, I think. Vast aligned. Um, oh, now you're reading pasta. Mm-hmm. You little pasta eating bitch. <laughs> Uh, should we start the show yes hi welcome to lukewarm takes it's like hot takes but worse i'm jack and i waited specifically until ford had a mouthful of pasta and i'm ford who had a mouthful of pasta we're very professional good job chewing we're very professional here i was eating pasta for the pre-show and then we took a break so ford could get his pasta what kind, of, what kind of pasta do you have, Ford? Cheesy noodles, because I'm picky and autistic. Nice. It, But yeah, because uh, Ford has not eaten since 12 o'clock, so. Yeah. Work, work is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do be like that. I, um... Hmm, I wonder if my employer will ever hear this. Probably not. Uh, when I work in the kitchen, uh, we sell like fancy popcorn, but little secret, let you in on a little secret. It is just regular popcorn that we put fancy shit on top of. Um, and so I am usually the dishwasher. Um, and so I'm usually the last person in the kitchen like everyone else who like cooks leaves after they're done closing their half and i still have to do all the fucking dishes in the entire uh place um and so i will make popcorn for myself and i will eat it as my little end of shift snack whilst i do massive amounts of dishes <laughs> um is it allowed a little bit should I probably ask before I just take popcorn? Yeah. Um, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. So I eat Orville Redenbacher's popcorn on company time. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there, what should we do today? Oh, spiel. Social spiel. media. We... We are a Brain Rot Presents production. Um, if you care about Brain Rot Presents, if you want to support us in our audio drama that is going to come out uh, probably end of this month, beginning of next month, um, not probably, definitely, uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon or you can make a one-time donation to our fundraiser. All of that money goes towards uh, paying our writers and actors living wages, um, which we can't do currently. So please give us money. Um, if you don't want to do that, uh, you can follow us on social media. We're brainrot underscore presents. That's presents with no ease on any platform your little heart can dream of. Uh, but if you hate the word brain rot, um, if it just grosses you out, uh, you can just apparently what 
as TikTok does apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow us at lukewarm takes EC on Instagram. That's it. Um, that's everything. Great job, great job spieling, Jack. Thank you. I used to, uh, whenever I wasn't in a show at my school, I would usher, um, and I would always be the door person at shows where there were, like, a bunch of disclaimers because everyone knew I was really good at spiels. Mm. So every time there was a show with, like, weird seating situations or, like, uh, cast members would throw things at the audience, which happened um we had that there wasn't any warning for the show where i walked through the audience in all black with a gun though um which maybe there should have been probably you know it was like a it was reckless by i don't remember who reckless was written by um but it was a play reckless which is a very good play but there's a part where um the main character goes for an interview on a talk show um, and her uh, son, who she left when he was a child, tries to assassinate her there. Uh, and I was the assassin. I played like 10 different roles in that show. And one of them was child turned assassin. Um, <laughs> and so I stalked through the audience with a gun every night um, and didn't really think twice about it until after the show was over. And I was like, hey. It was kind of weird that I stalked through the audience with a gun every night, especially because it was like in the middle of um, when school shootings were like, I mean, I guess school shootings are always common. And the reason they're less common now is because uh, less people are at schools. But, because of the pandemic. Yeah, it was like it was like very close to um, uh, MSD, like that shooting. Mm -hmm. And yeah so weird weird times the world is ending speaking of which news section bo burnham's new special has come out inside inside it is phenomenal um I it is a lot it. i have I not watched it, it but for... every single it okay it is not as much as you think it's going to be going in mm -hmm. um it is it is worse than make happy in terms of like emotional devastation um but not as worse as people are making it out to be um there are still some funny moments um and much like all of his specials some of the songs are better than others some of the bits are better than others they are all like good um and the production quality is fantastic his voice has improved a lot um which, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that, but it seems like he's been taking steps to become technically a better singer. Um, and I love that for him. Uh, it is truly an amazing piece of art, though. It has replaced what, um, as both my favorite special and uh, one of my favorite pieces of media of all time. I really do enjoy it. Bo Burnham is well, a fan. Well, that's high praise. Now yeah, I Bo, have to watch it. <laughs> Bo Burnham is a fantastic performance artist. Um, I stand by that he's not a comedian. He just calls himself that because he uses comedy as a medium. Um, he's a performance artist and I love him very dearly. Uh, my favorite songs are, hold on, what are they called? I saved the chords on guitar chords. 
My no, favorite, on ultimateguitar.com. My favorite thing is the casual Bo Burnham fans like being like, wow, so cool, quirky, and so relatable. Whenever it's about him having a mental breakdown, and then he posts on Instagram, like, uh, yeah, this is the worst I've ever felt, and I don't know how I'm going to get better. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so funny to me that people are like, Bo Burnham like isn't funny anymore. Like this is just sad. Like, did you watch Make Happy? Bo Burnham has never been like funny. It's not about being funny. Yeah. There were there were funny moments in what and Make Happy. Those were not funny shows. They were they were both like deeply upsetting. And like Bo Burnham was clearly deeply struggling. Um, my favorite songs are Funny Feeling and Stuck in a Room. They are very good. But yeah, it's so strange to see so many casual fans just be like, and just completely write off the part where Bo Burnham is having a mental breakdown. Yeah. On camera. He, he fully, like, starts, oh, there's this part where um, he does like a couple talking heads, you know, um, throughout the show where he's like giving updates on like how long he's been working on the special and like how it's coming and how he's feeling about it. Um, And there's one where he starts trying to film a talking head and then just starts sobbing on camera. um, And he just leaves that clip in like unadulterated for several seconds and then he keeps it playing but canned laughter starts playing in the background. Uh. What the fuck? I love it so much. Um, Yeah, Inside, very good. Um, It is uh, ironic in a scary way to me that uh, part of the internet song is already becoming a TikTok audio. Um, The the little bit of everything all of the time from Mm -hmm. the internet song, which is about how um, things on the internet move too fast and are over-sensationalized uh it's been cropped into a tiktok audio that's sit with that for a hot second (laughs) i'd also like to discuss how his song the song i can't it's the one with the fucking socko puppet where he's oh yeah the the fucking capitalism sock song yeah i've seen that clip many times yeah about how we are failing as a society so so spectacularly yeah, yeah, Bo Burnham special inside is very much like the world is ending in a variety of ways. Um, and I really enjoy it because he's right. He, Bo Burnham got very radicalized over quarantine, or at least since he made Make Happy. Um, Bo Burnham's been having a tough time and he apparently turned to communism. Yeah, Bo Burnham's been having a tough time. Uh, and I think part of that is that he became a leftist. <laughs> uh, and I love it. He has not one but two songs about Jeff Bezos, where he like mentions him by name. Um, technically, it's one song yeah. about Jeff Bezos and then a reprise where he's wearing like one of those Hunter Moss suits. Uh, and there's, suit. sure. Uh, and there's red light behind his head. It's cool. Anyway, uh, is there any other news? <laughs> Cruella. Cruella. I'm going to see it with my friends once uh, everyone is back from their respective colleges. I have been vaccinated and God, if 
if if Cruella is the first movie I see after my vaccine has sat with me for about two weeks, right? Yeah. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. You should you should see Cruella. Because here's the thing. Spoilers for Cruella, if that's something you care <laughs> about in this godforsaken world. The thing about Cruella is that the twisted, because they try and they spend this whole movie trying to girl bossify Cruella yeah. and justify the puppy killer of all the Disney villains. They went for the puppy killer. Now, like Ursula, who was betrayed, who uh, who became the sea witch because she was Triton's sister, in this, uh, and was uh, well, they can't do Ursula. She's queer coded. Yeah, Disney does not like gay people. Happy Pride. Yeah, basically, she would. The whole thing with Ursula, she was cat. She used to be Triton's sister, but then they had like a falling out. Yeah. That could be interesting. That would be a cool story. Literally any of the other villains could have been interesting. Hell, Maleficent had a point with like the abuse of women and all that. Not a yeah. great movie. Still interesting though. But Cruella. Maleficent was not a great movie. However, that cover of Once Upon a Dream does fuck. Exactly. However, Cruella, the puppy killer. The puppy killer. You and she know kills how- puppies because puppies kill their mom. <laughs> She kills puppies for her fur coat because she, I want to, I just want to make it very clear. In the original movie, her justification for killing puppies is that they make softer coats. Yeah. No, it gets worse than just, um, like, she kills puppies because Dalmatians killed her mother. It's that she really wants to be a fashion designer, right? Um, And there's this, like, enemy fashion designer. And as part of the big twist, she finds out that the enemy fashion designer is the one who set the Dalmatians on her mom all those years ago. Please, if you haven't looked up this, have There's if you so haven't much. Treated, if you haven't treated yourself to looking up the scene, please go do so. It is so funny. It's delightful. Uh, and I want to also point out as like the cherry on top, the director said. And I quote, I could not tell the CGI dogs apart from the real dogs. Hmm. And if you watch the clip, you will know why that is so funny. (laughs) Is there any other news? Nothing that's, oh, Loki's coming out next week, next week, June 11th. So if you see me regressing, no, you did not. I just really, I did not care about Loki as a character until, did not care about Loki as a character until Ragnarok. When they made him funny and gay, then I cared about him. <laughs> Loki had nothing before. Loki, then they- Loki had the fact that he was um, a traumatized white man. That's all he had. That was nothing to me. I needed fruit. Someone hasn't seen Prodigal Son. I- <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry that you have bad taste. Yeah, I do, but I I look so good while I'm doing it. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, Loki had no flavor for me as a character until Ragnarok, whenever they made him funny and interesting. it It made it clear that he does love his brother. He does care about, he does, he, he does care about his family, but not his family as a whole. Yeah. Just the one guy. Just the one guy. Um, 
Yes. He's All like, right. fuck, he's like, fuck you, Odin. Fuck you, Hela. Thor. Thor. You can stay. You're cool. <laughs> I. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Uh, today's episode. Today's episode. Let let us segue in by talking oh, about. Some- yeah, news. Powerpuff Girls reboot. It approacheth. It approacheth, and it was accidentally spoiled so egregiously by having the script leaked. And everybody thought that this must be a fake script because it was so egregiously bad that it had to be fake. As it contained quotes such as, I know Blossom is the one that killed Mojo, but like she needs to move on and it says something like and then bubbles says something like move on.com <laughs> no move on.org that's what she says oh no oh yes let me pull up some more quotes because there's some there's some good ones in here i do uh um i saw a post like right before i got on this zoom call um that i want to talk about before we get into today's episode because i think that it is something to consider especially with cw shows um and it's about the powerpuff girls show it's from the tumblr user something useful from florida but it's essentially saying that like mediocre shows don't sell what sells are good shows or comically bad shows and so networks have started creating comically bad shows on purpose because they know that it will gain an audience in a way like they're trying to be bad because they know they can't be good. Um, and they know that trying to be good will create a mediocre show that no one will watch. So they are doing this thing where they're trying to be as terrible and over the top as possible. So people will watch it ironically and care about it ironically. Um, and it's working. Yeah, however, they did so bad this time. They did so bad, See, even CW made them go back and reshoot the pilot. Yeah, but it's still like... Like, that's how yeah. bad they did this time. So here's a here's a little snippet from the Powerpuff Girls reboot to lead us in, which says, Bubbles, Blossom's fine. I saw, her on Inst- I saw on her Insta that she has a boyfriend. I saw on her LinkedIn that she got promoted. And I saw on Facebook that she still talks to grandpa despite their political differences. Buttercup. <laughs> Coming back for her, coming back here is probably triggering for her. Bubbles, why? Because she's the one who killed Mojo? I mean, moveon.org. Oh no. Oh yes. That's, yeah. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It Yeah, but it's like, it's bad to the point where people love to hate it and they're doing that on purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they also did that on purpose. The post that I was referencing talks about Riverdale, which, spoiler alert, we're about to watch the pilot of Riverdale. Uh, Because neither of us have ever watched it. Both of us know very little about the show, too. Uh, Uh, I know two things about Riverdale. The Uh, epic highs and and lows of high school football. And the names of their drugs, because the names of their drugs are so funny. What are the names of their drugs? Uh, There is a street drug called Jingle Jangle. Hell yeah. And there's another one called Fizzle Rocks. That's just jingle jangle mixed into some candy rocks. (laughs) 
good. Um, uh, what I was going to say is that Riverdale... Oh, and they, they sell it to the ghoulies. Very cool. Uh, that Riverdale started out trying to be a good show. Like, they were trying to make a genuine, like, edgy adaptation of the Archie comics. And it didn't work because they didn't do a good job. So they decided to just do a comically bad job instead. And now Riverdale is a pretty successful show. Um, and I think the same thing happened with Supernatural, too. Ooh, Supernatural is uh, a whole can of worms. But basically... Supernatural, very different beast than uh, things like Riverdale and Powerpuff Girls. But it's worth mentioning in our talk about why the CW is bad. And yeah, that's basically going to be the whole lead-in for this. Which, we're watching Riverdale, but this is really an episode about the CW and why the CW it continues to exist and flourish yeah. the way it does. I kind it. of want to watch enough CW shows to be able to develop, uh, like, network tropes, like, or know the network tropes. Because um, mm -hmm. that's how I feel about NBC sitcoms. I know a lot of them. I could tell you, I could tell you so much about the NBC bisexual. Um but I will not because we're going to watch Riverdale. Yes, and hopefully this will work, so. Yes. Oh, God, where am I? Okay. All right, ready? Why does it say I've reconnected, like, 18 times? I don't know. Let's go. Thank you, Teleparty. Our story is about a town, a small town. Oh, it's Jughead talking. People who live. Oh, no. From a distance, it presents itself like so many other Oh my god, he's the weirdo, because we've never seen him in this hat. <laughs> or we've never seen him without this hat. I'm so sorry. Closer, though, and you start seeing the shadows underneath. The shadows underneath! The is Riverdale. Is this Cheryl? No, this is Cheryl and Archie. Okay. Okay. No, wait. Our story begins. Yes. Well, that's Archie. No, that's not Archie. That's the Blossom Twins, obviously. What? <laughs> I don't know who these people are. The Blossom Twins. Jason and Cheryl Blossom drove out to Sweetwater River for an early morning boat ride. Ooh, an early morning boat ride. This is weirdly incestuous. Yeah. Do these twins fuck? I don't want to think so. They they look so much like Twilight characters. They really do. Just very much like Twilight characters. The Boy Scouts found her? <laughs> I'm loving the bastardized Wes Anderson content. Jason's body. Never found it. Is okay. I know nothing oh about God. Riverdale. May oh. Jason blossom burn in hell. Okay. Is Jason gonna be a ghost? Hi, Jughead. Oh my God! For a second, I thought his hat had cat ears. Um. Is Jason is is this guy Gossip Girl? Jughead is Jughead Gossip Girl? I, no, I think Jughead is meant to be like a detective or Jughead a is writing his little blog. XOXO Jughead. XOXO Jughead Jones. Rolled into town. 
me when a new mystery rolls into town. I don't understand. They made their choices for Betty and Veronica were so strange. I'm so excited to see this in action. Because <laughs> the thing about Betty and Veronica is that they're just meant to be sweet girls who are part of the gang and serve just as much comedic potential as the rest of them, you know? Yeah. I'd like to introduce you to my daughter, Veronica. It's a pleasure, miss. Hi. I'll get the bags. Would you? Well, would you like some menus, ma'am, so you can order in? Oh, no. I have been craving one of Pop Tate's cheeseburgers since noon. Is this chocolate shop still open? What is a chocolate shop and why does it sell burgers? Okay, so like because of the subtitles, you know that chocolate is spelled differently. But why would this girl not know what a chocolate shop is? It is a shop that sells chocolate, my good friend. Yeah. Oh, generic gay best friend. Which is why nerds are acceptable, but we agree. Happy Pride, Archie. No. You like him. He would make a better Archie, frankly. Where is Archie? This guy looks like Peter Parker. Because. Archie's swell. Oh but my like god. Archie's guys. swell, but like most millennial straight guys, he needs to be told what he wants. When this show was made, teenagers were Gen Z. Archie got hot. He's got abs now. Six more reasons for you to take that ginger bull by the horns tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Six more reasons for you to take that ginger bull by the horns tonight. tonight. I kin this guy. As you know, my literary hero always says yes. to me, don't rush this time, buddy. It goes by so fast at your age. One summer can change everything. Why do I feel like Toni Morrison didn't That's say that? So true. Yeah. I, was I don't think Toni Morrison would speak to you. Concrete every day, all day long. Time, also, it's so weird to imagine them making as this Archie as like a skinny kid the yeah. summer before. Oh my god, Archie is composing poems in his head. <laughs> He's a songwriter, probably not oh, a good no. Guy. Archie's in a band. <laughs> oh no! You know what? This is the most teenage thing they could have chosen. Starting this yeah. year, tomorrow. Can't wait for them to throw this in the toilet. Will you ask Miss Brundy to tutor you? Oh. I'm not sure. Maybe. What about football? Can you do both? I'll try out at least. Well, have you told your dad? No. Till I've got things more figured out, you're the only person I'm telling, okay? Well, I'd love to hear them sometime. Are they on a train? No. There's a train going by. Yes. I think they should be on a train. I think if Riverdale took place on a train, it would be a good show. Anything would be good if it was on a train. Yeah, that's because you like Infinity Train. No, I just think trains are cool. I think they're a cool plot device. Why is she in a full cloak? Hey, hey. Hey, why is Betty, why is Veronica wearing a cloak? Hey, excuse me, CW? Veronica's in a cloak? Two burgers, yeah, almost ready, but you gotta wait. Wait, so Veronica's a new girl in this Yeah. Movie? Hey. Veronica's the newcomer. Okay. Can we get some onion rings too, please? Yeah. Thanks. My mom and I just moved here. From where? New York. Oh, she's wearing a cloak because she's from New York. We do. Yeah, we're Both of us together. 
Oh, that's a They're sophomore. sophomores. That's a sophomore. That's a senior. Uh, that is a twenty-seven-year-old. That is a man with a four hundred one k. Yeah, exactly. Like these are full adults. Yeah. Like the, I would say they're seniors if it to stretch it, but sophomores, you're lying to me. That's already. Like saying they were seniors would already be too much, but sophomores, God. Yeah. My mom's waiting for me. But to be continued. These are young professionals. These are not sophomores. That guy already has like a, a wrinkle in his brow. Yeah. That is not a teen. First day of school and I'm already late. Who names their dog Vegas? And that's Archie the strangest dream I've ever heard. Oh my god, I want to see a TV breakfast. Please, please, please. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than seeing a full spread and having someone take a single banana and run out the door. No, no breakfast. No, not even a banana. Archie. Archie is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Grades are important. Extracurriculars, athletics, maintaining a decent character is hugely important they do look at that mom i'm a sophomore you've accomplished so much i just don't want anything jeopardizing that i mean just think of your poor sister what happened to her poor sister ah he missed curfew last night oh my seven minutes i was with archie who has red hair yes but is nothing like jason blossom like jason blossom I love you so much, Elizabeth. This is so weird. I just need you. To yeah. Listen. Okay. Stay. Focus. Did her mom? Adderall. Yep. Seems you forgot to pick up your prescription. Her mom said, "My child will microdose meth because of Jason Blossom." So Betty is meant to be the overachiever girl now. Yes. Are ready for football. I'm not kidding, dude. You got ribs. Your pieces are mestizo. How much you bench? My 220? 25? You gotta give me some tips, man. Remain in deadlifts, right? Give me some teeth. Wow. Archie? Wow, I can't believe Archie's trans now. Construction, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yo, Moose! Over summer? Yo, be honest with me. Any houses? Any private homes? Listen, trans Archie Andrews gets milf ass. <laughs> Don't say that term ever again. Milf ass? Or trans Archie Andrews? All of it together. But I'm right. They just they just made it canon in the first yeah, but he's 10 also, minutes of the show. But it's also pedophilic. Oh, that's true. I retract my previous statement about trans Archie Andrews getting milf ass. It's not your fault he looks 27. Regardless of us playing at the Bijou, and you better get there early because we don't have reserved seating in Riverdale on Sunday nights. Thank God for HBO. Veronica Lodge, Kevin Keller. Hi, Kevin. I can Kevin. Thank God. Let's be best friends. Oh, no. That he's the devil incarnate. I stand by my father. Does everyone here know? 
What happened to Veronica's father? Wonderful. Ten minutes in and I'm already the blue jasmine of Riverdale High. How the fuck does she know what blue jasmine is? <gasps> Josie and the Pussycats! Yes! Finally, something I care about! I do love them. I was hoping I could talk to you about some songs I wrote. Let me just stop you right there. You're staring at our pussycat ears, which is rude, but let me break it and then down for you. The pussycats are building a brand, creating a signature look, okay? We're telling a story. Last year, we won Rockland County's Battle of the Band. That we did. This year, we'd like to build on that success continue telling our story with songs we write i get that it's just read my glossed lips <laughs> and you're like not gonna Read my glossed lips, Justin Ginger Lake. Oh, and of course, there's the back to school semi-power move. I'm gonna start every sentence with that from now on. <laughs> Redheaded Ansel Elgort. No, no. Read my glossed lips, Redheaded Ansel Elgort. Mind putting in a word? I've had every flavor of boy but orange. Actually, to clarify. What the fuck? Dating, but they are engaged. What? You should ask him for the semi-formal then. She should, but I heard it might be getting canceled because of what happened to Jason. They're going to tell us at the assembly. Who's Jason and what happened to him? Thank you for that moment of silence. Many of you were lucky- I thought they were going to say the semi-formal was canceled because of COVID. Everyone that would be- Yeah. To Jason. I loved my brother. He was and always will be my soulmate. <laughs> So this girl fucked her twin. Oh, for sure. Jason wouldn't want us. This is this is the Allison Hargreaves of Riverdale. Wouldn't want us to move on with our lives, which is why I've asked the school board not to cancel the back to school semi-formal, but rather to let us use it as a way to heal collectively and celebrate my brother's too too short life on this mortal coil. Oh no. They're playing infomercial music. Oh. oh no. Oh, we're getting into pedophilia already? Oh no. I don't like that they had the Lolita glasses. Oh. No! Stop it! Read my glossed lips, Justin Ginger Lake. Don't fuck your teacher in a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, that's only- What a cold open! That's the goddamn cold open- What a open. cold open that was! I thought that was the end of it! <laughs> Geraldine. Geraldine? They're on first name terms? No. I also want to point out- I want to point out that she was old in the comics. She was an old woman. Music. Their actors look like they're the same age. They really do. And the the creative team had no problem exploiting that fact. 
I don't like that they. No. I don't like that they went for pedophilia episode one, at all. I don't like any of this. I don't like that this exists as a plot line. I don't like this. I want it to stop. Teacher, teacher, student romances any time before grad school in media are bad. It's gross and it's bad, and people need to stop doing it. Yeah. It's pedophilic and it's a power imbalance. Yeah. yeah. However, uh, rest rest in peace, Luke Perry. Uh, you were a great actor. Sorry, you were in Riverdale. Yeah. How's Mary doing? She's in Chicago. Are they gonna have an affair too? Absolutely. Oh, no, never mind. So they're split up already. Okay. He said split up and not divorce though, so it would still technically be an affair. It would be adultery. Maybe an old friend. Be willing to give me the benefit of the doubt. If it were up to me. Isn't it up to you? It's your company. Well, I have clients. I can't very well have Hermione Lodge, the wife of Hiram Lodge, on trial for fraud and embezzlement, balancing my books. Can I? No. I suppose you can't. Tales of the old <laughs> No. I uh hate the soundtrack of this show quite a lot this soundtrack has a terrible this show is a terrible soundtrack it is subaru commercial music through and through commercial music it sounds like terrible trailer music yeah it's bad listening to one of archie's songs i thought oh no it's archie's song archie Archie, writes subaru music archie you sound it's rough no, it's yeah, it is rough actually. Take it back. Little stuff that I heard. Is that your thing? Music? Are you doing something with that? Yeah, that's the plan. So how's your first day going? Good? Writer TV writers don't know that teenagers don't have things. Like, you know trending number one for sure. Like I was a theater kid and like a writer in high school. But like it wasn't like I don't know. The yeah. way the way that teenagers hey, can we and pause teenagers for a second? are wrong. Yeah. Sorry about that. My, my mom decided to come in here and tell me something right in the middle of that. <laughs> All right. Before you ask Blue Jasmine, no, she has not invited anything. Blue Jasmine. We're keeping that up. I guess. I'm sure I'll blossom. Once again, how do te- how do these 16-year-olds know what blue blue jasmine is? Uh, because they were written by middle-aged people. Archie's Efron-esque emergence from the chrysalis of puberty. Extracurriculars. Read my glossed lips, Efron-esque. Also, it's a movie by Woody Allen. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm still hung up on the Blue Jasmine thing. Some people say it's retro. I say it's eternal and iconic. Why are these girls so mean to Kevin? Stop being homophobic to Kevin. He didn't do anything to deserve this. Stop fetishizing Kevin. Welcome He's literally just here for a good time. So much on her plate right now, and being evicted is kind of a full-time thing, but open to all. Follow me on Twitter, and I'll do the same. My handle's at Cheryl Bombshell. Okay. 
Go ahead and hit on cheerleading, but if hipster Prince Harry, I'd love to be a cheerleader. Look great on my college application. Read my glossed lips, hipster Prince Harry. Season five, Betty Draper. It was a great line, but not at all true. Well, you're a total smoke show now. I mean it. As hot and as smart as you are, you should be the queen bay of this dress. <laughs> that was a terrible line. If you want to be a river vixen, I'll help you prep. I have moves. You know what? So okay, so the river vixens are their cheer are their cheerleading team. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's their real name. Well, maybe it is. I don't remember. No. Oh, yeah. never mind. They're in a school. They're probably no, still that, gonna fuck, but that won't stop them. I thought that they were in like one of their bedrooms. No, that won't stop them. I know. You went to Juilliard, Miss Cundy. There is no one else in Riverdale I can take less. You went to Juilliard and you're teaching at Riverdale High. Get a life. Teaching at Riverdale High fucking students. Why? Why? Oh, so Miss Grundy is actually gonna correct her actions now? you trying to restart something that never should have started in the first place? No, it's not. It is about the music. But it's also... It's also about you. Come on, to be able to talk about what happened with someone. It's about the music, but it's about you. We heard and afterwards, we didn't do anything. We didn't say anything. Oh, so they were there. Oh, fireworks! I see. How could we explain? Jason Blossom died. While, while these, while this teacher was fucking her underage student. Yep. And in the same area, I think that them fucking killed him. I think it's like a curse, you know. Your music. I'm choo- I'm choosing to be really good. Yeah. I want Archie to be single-handedly responsible for the death of Jason Bloom. No, let's not blame him. He's the victim here. No, no. I don't mean I don't mean because he uh he and his teacher fucked. I mean like just in general, I think it'd be funny. Uh, it would be funny if it, if you were just solely responsible. Where's the heat? Where's the sizzle? Well, you haven't seen our big finish yet. Oh, here's the no! We're bait! Uh-oh. I don't need Subaru music playing over a queer bait kiss. Lesbian kissing hasn't been taboo since 1994. So let's see if you do better with the interview portion of our audition. There's an interview portion of the cheerleader auditions? Holly, Veronica has what a way to do exposition. This is terrible exposition. Like, they keep prompting each other to just tell about their lives. Yeah. What do you have to say about that, Betty? Go ahead, the floor is yours. Whatever you've been dying to spew about Jason and how he treated Polly, unleash it. Destroy me. Tear me a new one, rip me to shreds, annihilate me. I just... I think Betty should have magic powers, too. 
<laughs> like Carrie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just wanted to say I'm sorry about what happened to Jason. I can't even imagine what you and your family must be going through. Veronica, welcome to the River Vixens. Betty, better luck next time. What the fuck? Wait. What? Why? Because you couldn't bully Betty into being a bitch? I need girls with fire on my squad. I know what you need, Cheryl, because I know who you are. You would rather people fear than like you. So you traffic in terror and intimidation. You're rich, so you've never been held accountable. <laughs> Just like the creators of proof. Riverdale. <laughs> that, that entitlement you wear on your head like a crown, it won't last. Eventually there will be a reckoning. Will there? Or maybe that reckoning is now. Isn't she like also super rich though? Veronica? Yeah. She just said she's super rich. Maybe yes. They come as a matching set. You want one, you take us both. You wanted fire. Okay, sure, bombshell. My special piece of ice. Oh, ew. That was a terrible Sorry, Cheryl bombshell. My specialty's ice. <laughs> Read my glossed lips, lips. Cheryl Bombshell. Yeah. Read my glossed lips, Ginger. My specialty is ice. Justin Ginger Lake. <laughs> Nine. Jason's number. It's yours now. Usually sophomores, you only play JP. This year we've got an open spot. Marcy, when you showing us, I want you to fill it. This is so funny. They're like, usually we don't let sophomores play in varsity, but this kid fucking disappeared in a river. So, you want to play football, kid? They're desperate, okay. There has to be other sophomores who play uh, football, you know? Like, there has to be people who can play like Archie. Yeah. Just because Archie got buffed doesn't mean he's good at football. Archie cannot be that good at football. You know? Just because he's hot and in high school does not mean he's good at football. What? Thing ever. Veronica, what is your deal? What is Veronica's deal? I want to study the characters in Riverdale. He probably was a thief. Yeah, he is under, like, he's on trial for embezzlement. He literally was a thief. Heard the most about it was things the trolls were writing. Ah, they address this. Riverdale is the king of self-aware writing. Ha-ha. Ah, truly. When my mom said we were moving to Riverdale, I made a pact with myself. Did you? Tell me about this it. As an opportunity. <laughs> what pact did you make, Veronica? Hopefully, a better version of myself. This is terrible um, writing. With a lot of pressure. When Polly and Jason got together, 
It meant everything to her and nothing to him. And also, we didn't even, unfortunately, we're not going to get to the part where we get to Betty's about. serial killer gene. What? Betty has a serial killer gene. What does that do? Oh, gosh, stop. I'm super popular today, apparently. Archie! Slaying your dragon, Betty Cooper, one by one. Wait, so she has a serial killer gene? Hi. Yeah, Betty has a serial killer gene. But, like, does it give her magic powers or anything? No. Then what's the point? The point is to uh, scare people about mental illness. Ah. I was wondering if I see. you wanted to come. Both of us. Huh? What? <laughs> what? It's your first dance at Riverdale. You should have some. Holly Triad. I know already that every problem in this show could be solved if Betty, Veronica, and Archie were at a triad. Just make the group a polycule. Also, Jughead, where are you? Where is where is XOXO Jughead Jones? Where is that man in his hat? Hold on. I'm sorry, the concept of not interrupting me is entirely foreign in this house. Whenever I say I whenever I say I'm working, nobody understands that. You just have to um, not have any kind of relationship with your parents, and then they don't interrupt you. Yeah. We'll text you time and place. Okay. Yeah, okay. This music is also bad. Wow. This is all terrible music. Jesus, her mom's scary. Cheerleading squad. Cheryl Blossom's cheerleading squad. Oh my God. After what Jason did to Polly. Okay, I don't think Cheryl has anything to do with her brother, except that they were in a relationship, in an incestuous relationship. What did you say to me? Yeah. I do everything for everyone, everything to be perfect. The perfect daughter, the perfect sister, the perfect student. Can't I do this one thing just for me? Wait, I don't wait. Where are you going to buy a dress? Because guess what? I'm also going to the dance with Archie. And Veronica. Wait, Hermione Lodge's daughter? She's actually really nice and trying to be a good person. You think so? You think she's gonna be your friend? What is her mom? This mother deal? hates Veronica teenagers. Veronica Lodge, she hates fun. Yeah. I don't want to hear it, Mom. It's happening. I'm going. This is the most unrealistic parental relationship, but at the same time, I can see this happening so vividly, and I hate it. Yeah. Like the rest of Riverdale. What's that? Oh, um, that's a lot of good news. The uh, car service found and dropped off your missing bag. It's gonna be a bomb. It's gonna be a head. A bomb or a head, something. Be something. It's got her initials on it. Money. <gasps> money! Embezzled money. Pleasant surprise. 
Hiram is such a good name, though, is the issue. It is. Hiram Lodge and Hermione Lodge are excellent names. Like, wow, those names kick ass. I have no interest in Archie or his music career. Can we stop this path, please? Here's my advice to straight writers' rooms. Are you ready? Yes, great advice. Okay, create a cast of characters. Create the characters for your show. Um, then switch the places of the male lead and like the the third down male supporting cast member. Just switch them, mm. and then your show will be great. Yes. You know, like Archie, bland as shit. I do not care about him. If this show was about Jughead, it would probably be better. It's true. If it was about Kevin, it would be better. Hell, if it was about Veronica, it'd be more interesting. I want to it's kind music. of about Veronica. I want to write music. Right now it is. Yeah, that's true. Business school. Business school takes me Business school? Work for you in Riverdale. Business major Archie? Oh, no. me. Eventually for yourself, son. Eventually for yourself, son. I don't like how much Riverdale looks like my hometown. No disrespect, Dad. I don't want it. But I don't want. I mean, like Salem, Oregon. I'm rebelling against the man. (laughs) That's what this this whole episode is. Yeah. Everything's changed. I hate how they almost get what teenagers are like, but then completely miss it. It's like they're driving. Yeah, it's like you're so close. It's like they're driving down the same road. Like they're driving down the interstate, right? They're almost there, but then they literally veer off into a ditch. Yeah. It's not my dream, Dad. It's yours. Or for me ever again. Once again. Some advice, man to man. I would never be mad at you for not playing football, Archie. It's just that if you don't play football, you are a little bitch boy and you'll never amount to anything in your life and I'm going to hate you. But it's okay if you don't want to play football. That's your decision to make and I respect it. But know that I will not respect it at all. Yeah. But I love you, son. I, my fi- that, that feels realistic. It really does. Uh, also, once again... Rest in peace, Luke Perry. You're an incredible actor. Uh, sorry you were in Riverdale. That was great acting. You should be in another show. Imagine. Uh, did your school have like a death while you were there? Yes. Yeah. I've had multiple. Um, imagine if like homecoming was dead student themed. Oh, that's so strange. What the f- Why are there massive pictures of Jason Blossom everywhere? This is not how school dances work. I get that it's like they've turned it into a memorial dance, but even so, it's weird. It's strange. Like, why can't you just have one picture on the stage with, like, some flowers around it? Yeah. Like, that would be enough. Betty. Kevin deserves better. Kevin deserves better. No. 
building, we have a secret. Multiple secrets, actually. And maybe we could have done something to help Jason and Or maybe we couldn't. I won't tell anyone. God, this, anything, e they even chose the worst pop song. This yeah. The thing that kept me sane was writing these songs. Archie, Archie, I'm gonna be so real with you right now. I don't care about your music career. Morning. Your songs are bad. Archie, you have a terrible sound. I don't care about it. And also, you're such a boring character compared to literally everyone else in the show. I do, you don't need to be in this show. And now you're gonna fuck your teacher again. Oh my god. Because the thing about Archie in the original is that he's kind of a himbo. He's a sweet kid. He's good to his friends. Yeah. They just kind of take out all the interesting stuff from that. Yeah. Where Archie is meant to be just a well, well-meaning, kind kid. Uh, and they just kind of completely take that out. So there's nothing there. There is, okay, another thing about school dances. Mm -hmm. There has never in my life been a little stage with a microphone that students can talk into. Never happened once. Dance. That does not happen. We had mine in the cafeteria. Huh? <laughs> the night Jason and I were conceived? Oh, good. Finally, some people I care about. Yes. Josie, please, my beloved. Hi, Josie. You remember that cartoon? That was a great cartoon. It was a good cartoon. You know what else was a good cartoon? What was that? Yeah. Totally Spies. That was a great cartoon. Weird really fetish episodes, but great show. I like how we've gotten so bored of the show. We just started talking about what a better show Josie and the Pussycats was. Yeah, because it was. It was a fantastic show. Also, no, this is not the Josie and the Pussycat sound. It's not. Their sound was more punk rock. It was meant to be like a 90s girl band. Yeah. I have this fantasy of us. This is like, yeah, they've just drained all of the flavor and color out of all of these characters. Yeah. There is literally nothing left. They are hollow husks of what they're supposed to be. Yeah, like I want my, this is, it's little... I'm sick of bedroom pop. I want Josie and the Pussycats, the girl punk band. This is, listen, you know, you have you read or seen A Wrinkle in Time? Yes. Okay, that planet where everything is the same? Yes. And like really fucked up and the younger brother's eyes stop having pupils? Yes. Um, Riverdale feels like they got all of the characters from that planet. And then made them into a show. Yeah. Oh, so Cheryl's decided she wants to get with Archie now. Everyone wants to get with Archie. He's not that excited. No, he's also... Yeah. Also, can we stop sexualizing him for five minutes? No. It's he is impossible. like 15, 16. This is... I've never seen queer baiting for a polycule before. This. this is Riverdale is really groundbreaking. I've never seen like hinting at a polycule this heavily before. Fucking this is, fascinating. This is terrible. This is also, I think this is the house that Sorry to Bother You was filmed in. I would not be surprised. 
So, uh, Demis. I thought she was already undressed. It, like, took me out. Was, but then I remembered her dress doesn't go to her shoulders. But, yes. Archie on his phone. <laughs> he really said, wow, that sex was poggers. But can I get back to explaining my music to you? <laughs> wow, Veronica, that seven minutes in heaven was poggers. Want to hear my folk song? My folk pop song. Thank yeah. you. Is that all it is? Just friends. We're not just friends. We're best friends. <laughs> oh. mm. We're not just friends. Yeah, we're best we're friends. <laughs> no. My turn. Could it ever possibly become something more? Are you asking for Betty or for yourself? For Betty. And you didn't answer my question. I have never felt whatever it is I'm supposed to feel with Betty. Have you felt oh, Jesus? Anyone? Yeah. Stop. Okay. I want there. I wanted that answer to just be no. Have you felt <laughs> anything with anyone? No. And then Archie walks out of the closet. Maybe once. <laughs> In more cool. ways than one. Happy Pride Month. You're a little more dangerous than you look, aren't you? next door-ish. You have no idea. I think Archie killed Jason. No, it was obviously Cheryl. Ask me. Archie killed Jason. Archie. Also, this is supposed to be a mystery show, and they completely ruin their mystery. Yeah. You have to know that this is just how I'm like in mystery shows. Um, in Twin Peaks, I said every episode that the receptionist at the police station killed Laura Palmer, which was just blatantly untrue. I was like, Lucy did it. Um, now I think Archie killed Jason. <laughs> also, no one has ever played Seven Minutes in Heaven. Between us, she's no. Betty Salazar. I'm getting an Uber. Can I come with you? We should probably try to find her. Believe me, the last thing Betty wants is us tracking her down together. We messed up. How would she even know if they kissed? Well, like, you're locked in a closet to make out, and so, like, even if you don't know, it's still, like, the idea of, like, oh, my friend and the guy I'm in love with are locked in a closet. Maybe, may it's Schrodinger's makeout session, you know? Fair enough. I still think it's silly, but but like I said, no one's played seven minutes in heaven since the 1980s. So yeah, well, the people who are writing this show went to school in the 1980s, and they're clearly going for this like it's weird because they seem to be going for this like timeless aesthetic that could be like 80s, 60s, or modern day. But then they're like, Archie looks like Zac Efron. <laughs> they keep referencing like very current celebrities. Yeah. But also Blue Jasmine. He was looking for the girl next door. Instead, he found me. I thought Jughead was God for a second. Jughead is God. Jughead is TJ Eckhart. It's Eckelberg. Eckelberg, whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. 
but also Nighthawks is such a great term, and I think we should bring that back. You're right. My novel. My novel. novel? Jughead. Jughead, I don't. I don't like you. I don't like any of these people. The Aquaholics. That was their team name. Not the Aquaholics. Was he doing everything he was supposed to do? Was he doing everything he wanted? I mean, did he even know what that was? He was probably a freak. I'm just gonna put my money there now. Coach Clayton's in here talking to Pop Tate. This scene walked so the beginning of Infinity Train Book 4 could run. No, stop that. Don't compare these two. Don't compare one of the greatest pieces of media produced in the last 10 years to Riverdale. (laughs) Every day I remember that they make Betty and Jughead get together, even though Jughead is ROAs. Oops. Like, Jughead is canonically ace in yeah. comics. And like, this happened like months before the show was announced and they just completely ignored it. Yeah, that checks out. I was expecting this show to be like, like neoliberal, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's actually just bad yeah you know like there's like neoliberal representation where they're like we'll have a gay character and they'll like have an episode where people are homophobic towards them and we'll like do a good job of people being nice to this gay person and it'll still be a bad representation but like we'll address it and in this one they're just like kevin's my gay best friend yeah like no they're not even attempting at least they don't pretend i appreciate that they are transparent. They tell you exactly what they're about, and it's that they hate they hate minorities. Riverdale gives me um former sundown town vibes. It really does. Not just because it uh looks eerily like my hometown and my hometown is a former sundown town. Um just everything about it. And the night was far from over. This town is so aggressively white. Yeah, hypnotically Caucasian. Okay. Obviously not, Liz. You're on the football team. <laughs> if you were gay, what would you like to do? I'm not gay. Obviously not, Moose. You're on the football team. God. So let's start with skinny dipping. So Moose was gonna die, right? <laughs> Okay. Are they gonna find Jason's body? Oh my god. Oh, they are gonna find Jason's body. Oh shit. With a gunshot wound to the head. Whoa. Oh my god, Jason. Oh my god, it's Jason. Yeah, we know. Also, why is Jughead predicting everything as it's happening? Jughead is God. You were right. I find I'm right. Yeah. He is God. Jughead is the God figure in Riverdale. This show would be way more entertaining if Jughead was actually omnipotent. Like, you can't prove he's not. Exactly. And on Tuesday, halfway through fifth period, the first arrest would be made. 
Veronica's wearing a cloak again. Cheryl's fucked. She is done for. Yeah. Like, the obvious answer, Cheryl Blossom killed her brother in cold blood. Yeah. In loving memory of Jason Blue. Okay, I've had enough. I've, yes, let's just... Oh my god. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave. Okay. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts? Feelings? Concerns? (laughs) I just, I haven't watched a show that is trying to portray teenagers in a high school in so long like i've watched shadow and bone but that's like teenagers uh running fantasy gambling clubs you know that doesn't have to be relatable um but like i haven't watched like high school content in so long and it's not good it's not good for it bad (laughs) like as soon as this is over i'm gonna go delete that from my history Erase all memory of Riverdale, of the Riverdale we've seen. Yeah, you want to know the worst part, though? A small part of me is like, yeah, I can understand why people would keep watching. Yeah, I can definitely understand why people would keep watching. There's, like, intrigue. It's, like, it's the intrigue and aesthetics of Twin Peaks with the high school drama of Glee. Yes. (laughs) And so... If it were bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like dark and spooky glee. And so I understand why people like it. Um, But God, really? You're going to get that invested in dark and spooky glee? Yeah, I don't understand how there's a whole fandom behind this show. But go off, I guess. And it's just like, I know I already said this, but I was expecting it to at least be subtle in its hatred of uh, gay people. It really just went right off the bat. Yeah. It was just, they, they really said so much queer bait and so much homophobia to Kevin. All in 40 minutes. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Also, that was the longest 46 minutes of my life. Yeah, it felt not even, too long. Pacing bad. Not even a bit. That felt horrendous. Like, every, yeah. it was, before the cold open, I thought we had gotten through 45 minutes. Yeah. The pacing is, um, it's part of the reason that I don't usually watch pilot episodes of shows. Um because like they so many things have to happen in a pilot you know yeah like you need you need not only inciting incidents for like the plot but inciting incidents for every single person's character development um and you have to introduce a whole ass world and a whole ass cast and it's like so much needs to happen in order for all of those things to occur and it's just it's like one punch after the other. I don't like pilot episodes, and this one was especially bad. Yeah, it it's a CW show, and if, I feel like if we went and watched every single CW pilot, God forbid, uh, <laughs> we would notice a very similar pattern. Yeah. The Supernatural pilot was better. Uh, yeah, it was. But I stand by, I stand by that Supernatural was an okay show for several lit seasons. Um... All right. Do you have anything, any final thoughts? And then we can go to recommendations. My final thoughts are that there are other ways to get your kicks in watching bad shows. (laughs) Giving money to the CW shouldn't be one of them because that's the reason why they continue to produce this crap. 
Yeah. It's because they know that people will watch it no matter how bad it is because they know that that is how they make money. Yeah. They're aware of how terrible their own content is, which is why they lean into it. And by giving them money because you think it's entertaining, you're just simply going to encourage them pr- to produce more bad content. Uh-huh. So if you want less bad content from networks like the CW, pirate it. If you have to watch it, get if you have to watch it, fly the old Jolly Roger, <laughs> go look to other sources, you know? Yeah. Uh hell, just support shows that actually care about the things they make because that's the reason we see a lot of great shows struggling because they get ignored in just say infinity train well yeah infinity train but there's a lot of other shows like it yeah that are currently that are currently struggling for a season two Mm -hmm. like amphibia amphibia just finished its uh its second season and they they just got they only just got confirmed for their third season right so shows are struggling like really great shows are struggling because they get ignored for crap like Riverdale because it, it's easier to produce. Yeah. It's cheaper to make. And it doesn't have to be high quality because they know it doesn't matter. Yeah. So support shows that put time and love into the things that they do. Support your local TV show. Support a TV show. Support independent projects. Yeah. Like this one. You're already doing your part. <laughs> Subscribe you're to already- our Patreon. Yeah. I mean, you kind of are, by supporting small productions like Welcome to Night Vale and like stuff like that, the reason shows like that get bigger is because you support them. Yeah. So. TLDR, you want money. That's not true. Uh, TLDR. TLDR, independent artists can make art because you give them money. TLDR, corporations are the death of art. um, And in order for art to live, you need to be supporting independent artists. Do you have a recommendation for this week? My recommendation for this week. Oh boy, let me get my phone out. Uh, I'll go first. You uh, go. Mine is Crown of Candy, the Dimension Twenty campaign. Of course. Um, there are worms in my brain that prevent me from thinking about things that aren't D and D, as the uh, Nemesis scripts will attest to. Um, mm. But the campaign that I'm currently watching is Crown of Candy, and it is excellent. Um, I was I was expecting to get emotionally hurt, and I have. Uh, it has made good on its promise to destroy me, and for that I am grateful. Um, it is also, it's just a lot more engaging than some of the other D20 campaigns. Uh, the combat is, like, easier to listen to than the fantasy high combat, in my opinion, and easier to watch. Um, I, that might just be a personal thing, but it's, I am thoroughly enjoying it, and if you haven't, mm-hmm heard it or seen it yet do get a dropout subscription nice yeah unfortunate that uh what i've been doing is reading fan fiction for resident evil but no one look at me that's do you have a recommendation i do not not unless i want to reveal my sins you're not gonna recommend some resident evil fan fiction i can pull one up there's one called (laughs) you don't have to Fine, I'll just, I'm not going to recommend it, but I'll say it for the sake of having something to say here. Okay. I read one called Mushrooms and Magnets. It's genuinely one of the funniest things I've read in a very long time. Very cool. Hold on. There's a, there's a little section that I posted that I was like, this is the funniest shit I've ever read. 
which says, don't you feel lonely in there? What? Shh. I'm talking to the single brain cell bouncing around in that big, airy skull of yours. <laughs> Beautiful. They're so funny. So yeah. Clever. Yeah. I just like, I like when there's snappy dialogue and I like whenever people explore the characters through a lens of maybe a bit of humor. Yeah. It's good. It's good. All right. That is all we have for you. Uh, this has been Lukewarm Takes, and I have been Jack. And I have been Ford. And, and neither of us are eating pasta at this point. What a callback. We love a bookend. <laughs> uh, uh, stay safe out there. And stay away from the CW. Yeah, stay safe out there, by which I mean don't watch CW shows. All right. Um, oh, also, I just want to say... Uh, thank you to everyone for sticking with us through the weird upload schedule and sound quality issues that have been happening the last couple weeks. Um, we are, if you didn't see our announcement on our TikTok, we're officially moving the release date of Lukewarm Takes to Thursday mornings for $5 plus patrons and Thursday evenings for everybody else. Um, that is the only change. It's just switched from Saturdays to Thursdays so that we have more time to schedule recording around our work schedules and I have more time to edit. Um, yeah. Exactly. That's all there is to it. It's, uh, been, and, it's been nice to have people who keep supporting us. And hopefully you'll keep supporting us as things continue to happen. As we, as we start releasing our fruity little audio drama. It's so crazy that that's happening so soon. Um, it's yeah. so weird to get sentimental about it. Like I'm already getting a little sentimental about it. Like, wow, we've we're doing it. We're doing it. We've made a thing. Yeah. We've this is our baby. We've been working on this since January. Yeah, it's so weird to be in a place where we can begin thinking about actually seeing it manifested. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Yeah. We're Thanks gonna, everybody. Yeah. Uh see ya see you next week.